Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. From the lakefront to the riverfront, this is where Wisconsin sports fans come to talk. The Bill Michael Show. Now, here's your host, Bill Michaels. wasn't good. I don't care who you are. The Green Bay Packers, and uh, I hate to do the Denny Green-ism, but the Packers are who we thought they were. And uh, on th- there's two sides of the coin in this game. I want to deal with both of them today. Um, if you're, uh, you know, and you, there, there's different camps. There's different thoughts here. Uh, but the bottom line is that we've seen this act before, you know. And now, I, I I really, really, really do, and I know some of you may find this hard to believe, but I really do try to find the good. And I think to myself, if there's good to take away from this game, what would it have been? Well, on one hand, you turn the ball over three times in regulation, and you tied the ball game. You put up 31 on what was supposed to be the best overall defense in the National Football League. And that's taking an entire quarter off offensively. So you can circle good. You can circle good. You don't get to the point of kicking the game-tying field goal without Marquez Valdez-Scantlin. So... There's a lot of good. The bad? The bad is you just simply can't beat a team with a record better than 500. You get beat in the same fashion, up the gut. Double team Kenny Clark, linebackers taken out of play. The day that the line, that the Packers said we don't value the linebackers the way you guys do was one of the stupidest statements in the history of statements. It keeps it just keeps rearing its ugly head. Between beef up front, up the gut, linebacker play, it is what it is. You get beat over the middle, through the through the gut, in the run game, all the damn time. And then the, the proclamation, and I don't claim to be right a lot, but the proclamation at the beginning of the season that we made the statement on was, last year Preston and Zanaria Smith had career years. If you look at their numbers, Preston Smith is nowhere near what he was last year. 
Nowhere near. It's not a knock on him. They're using him in many different ways. Okay? I, okay, I get it. No problem. They're just not They're not using him the same. You know, yesterday when you had a, a, a touchdown pass, you're looking at Zedaria Smith running around in coverage, not putting pressure on a quarterback, not trying to track down Phillip Rivers, not trying to hit him in front or get his hands up. He's on the backside. He's on the backside trying to trying to trying to prevent the pass. You know? Trying to stop a touchdown. Trey Burton's taking it 17 yards into the end zone. Preston Smith is just trailing. It is what it is. So for yesterday's ball game, it didn't answer any questions. If anything, it validated what many people were thinking. That the Packers, when they face a good team and they go toe-to-toe with a good team, they change who they are. Um, play calling changes. They can't use their de- – their defense is strictly there to support the offense. That's it. Now think about this, though. The Packers in the first half of that ball game had given up almost, oh, I think it was over 50% on third down. By the time the game was over, the Packers defensively got off the field um, because they'd only given up 6 of 16 for 38% on third down. They gave up 2 for 2, though, on fourth down, which cost them. And they gave up 420 total net yards. But when you look at Green Bay's chart, you had fumble, touchdown, punt, interception. Then you got touchdown, 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 punt, punt. Fumble. The punt, punt, by the way, third quarter. They garnered a total of 15 yards in the third quarter. And then it was fumble, they gave it over on downs, field goal, fumble, end of game. So there you have it. 855-830-8648, It's uh, I just want to open up the phone lines. Just want to open up the phone lines. There was a lot going on um, yesterday and uh, a lot of vitriol. And, and rightfully so because there's people that just feel like this team has, and, and let me let me get into this distinguish, uh, you know, the, the distinguished difference here, that this team is like every other Wisconsin team. They're just happy with being good enough and keeping us all on the edge of our seats, just to keep us glued and paying the money. Okay, and it's all the same. It's small market, can't do anything. Can't well in, in the NFL. That's different. The NFL is all about your choices. If you draft bad and you stick with your draft, you're only as good as your bad draft because the weak links will be discovered. Okay? Think about that now. If you are only as good as your weakest link and your weakest link, pick the weakest player on this team, on this roster. You're only as good as that particular starter, that particular player playing. Okay? And they'll find the weak link often. 
So it's whether you stick with bad players, mediocre players, or you don't do anything to fortify those players, such as a Carlos Dunlap, who would have looked good yesterday. You're only as you're only that good. It, it's your it's whatever. And I said yesterday, you're either obstinate or ignorant, because we can see everything going on. People can see everything going on. People can see the weakest link. People can see you don't have the ability to stop the run up the gut. People can see you probably need one more weapon. People can see you probably need another linebacker. The difference between dropping a second linebacker into coverage versus a guy like Preston Smith into coverage, drastically different. 855-830-8648. Phone lines are wide open. Hit us up, 855-830-8648. Again, 855-830-8648. You can also hit us on uh, Twitter, at Bill underscore Michaels, at Bill underscore Michaels. Facebook fan page, that was a buzz yesterday. I'll get back into that. Facebook.com slash The Bill Michaels Show. And uh, you can always email me the old-fashioned way, BillMichaels at BillMichaelsSports.com. First out of the shoot today, Pete listening to us down in Florida. Pete, how you doing today, man? What's going on? Uh, just another lovely day here. Hey, I, I got a question, just an opinion uh, on your part, because I haven't seen anything or heard anything. Uh, when Aaron Jones did that helmet-to-helmet thing, how come nothing was called or not even mentioned other than, yeah, it was helmet-to-helmet? Good question. And then the other question is, when they about ripped his helmet off with the fingers in the face mask, why wasn't there a face masking penalty there either? Yesterday, for as much as people talked about the officiating that did not go in favor of the Green Bay Packers for some things, or maybe that the Packers were aided by, especially down the stretch of that game, aided by some of the officiating calls, oh, my God. How do you not? How do you get your head ripped off and nobody in the world sees it when it comes to people wearing stripes? Good God! Eight five five eight three zero eight six four. I look as much as I want to talk about the officiating, and it was okay. It wasn't great. It wasn't bad. It was you know, it is what it is. We all see stuff that they don't all the time because we we got the benefit of sitting at home and having an aerial view. But. Uh, but it this was just another example of a team. I, you can say chokes. You know, I I I I don't know what to to say. Chokes, um, is what it is. I mean, there's so many adjectives and cliches that we've used regarding this team, and I really, really, really wanted this team to make a statement. I was I was ready today. I was I was ready to come in and give it to you today. And I can't. Now I got you know what? Reluctantly, I got to put one foot up in that in that uh, they are who we thought they were bandwagon and go, "Oh, you know what? You're right." Okay. Because I try to look at the glasses half full in many different aspects. I started out the show today bringing up the positives. If you take anything away from this game, but it it still comes down to the same old crap is what costs them week in and week out when we see an L next to their name. It's the same thing. So when you're talking about being in the front office of this thing, you're either obstinate or ignorant. Take your pick. But the regard, but regardless is, it's the same 
blank. 855-830-8648. This portion of the program brought to you by our friends at Bud Light and Bud Light Seltzer. Unquestionably good. More phone calls when we come back next. 16 stations strong. The Bill Michaels Sports Talk Network. Welcome back. Glad to have you. Hey, guys, ready or not, uh, the holidays are here. Uh, we're up uh, on Thanksgiving now. you got holiday parties coming up. Even though we're going to do social distancing and all that kind of stuff, you may be traveling a little bit. And face it, the holidays, while they're fun, they take energy. And if you are sluggish, foggy, moody, uh, you're going to be the guy everybody calls the Grinch, and it's probably low testosterone or low T. My friends over at Newmel Medical Center, they can help you out. They help me out in the same way. And uh, you're going to have plenty more energy to enjoy all the holidays and all that it has to offer. And uh, when it comes to gift giving, uh, what better gift can you give your partner than a healthy love life? The medical experts over at New Mayo Medical, medical experts today, have a 98% success rate of treating guys with ED without any of the nasty side effects or pills or creams. And I know there's a lot of great food to enjoy over the holidays, but with all the with the all-in-one weight loss program, you don't have to uh, gain all that weight over the holidays either. And as a matter of fact, get rid of get rid of some of this quarantine COVID weight. Uh, all you got to do is give them a call four one four four five five four four five one. That's four one four four five five four four five one. That is the New Mail Medical Center. Uh, let's get back to the phone calls. The Green Bay Packers. Got beat in the same fashion we've seen them seen them get beat before. Uh, this time though, they aided it because they turned the ball over and basically shot themselves in the foot more often than not. But uh, nevertheless, another team with a defense that's good and an offense that's adequate that can run the football beats the and is over five hundred beats the Green Bay Packers. It's wash, rinse, repeat. Let's go to Eric listening to us in Green Bay. Eric, how you doing today, man? What's going on? I'm doing all right, Billy. How you doing, man? I'm doing well today. I wish I felt a little bit better, and we were talking about the positives, but uh, maybe not. Yeah, me too. Nice and sunny up here in Green Bay, at least. Well, for the um, next 24 hours till we get the snow. I've got to second you on on what you're saying about this defense. Um, Here we are, back to the same thing. Once again, there's an ugly number out there, 35 and a half points. Rodgers and the Packers don't put up 35-and-a-half points. They lose to these teams. That's ridiculous. How many Super Bowls do you think Tom Brady would have if he had to put up 34-and-a-half points every time to advance? And it, it, it wouldn't happen. He would not have six rings. All right? Mm-hmm. And what's frustrating is that we can all see it out here. We can all see it. I mean, at least Ted Thompson used to put resources into the D-line. But the, but the last time we had this decent uh, middle linebacker play for the Packers here was Desmond Bishop and A.J. Hawk. That's 2010. Mm-hmm. And making matters worse is that that dude has been sitting there in the draft for the Packers to pick. Packers have passed on Roquan Smith. They passed on Patrick Queen. So it's not just that the, the middle linebacker hasn't been there for them to draft. They've been there. They just haven't drafted him. 
And how do you not prioritize the guy that wears the sticker on your defense? The guy making the calls right. should be your stud. And how do you not prioritize that? I don't understand that at all. And 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 it's it's glaringly ever. I mean, to me, it's amazing that teams don't just line up and run the ball every single play on this team. I mean, I think right. they're getting cute, trying to throw the ball, keep the Packers honest. Why? Just hand the ball off every single down, and you're going to beat them because they cannot stop the run. That that first the, the first drive in the second half for Indianapolis yesterday was absolutely ridiculous. Ridiculous. I, I don't even know why they threw the ball at all. I don't know why they threw it at all. And this team is not going to – certainly not going to win a Super Bowl unless the other teams get so darn injured and everybody gets knocked out that they win a war of attrition. But but their best against our best, this team is not going to win a Super Bowl unless they address these two issues. And they've been here, glaring for years. Here was, here was one of the things that I thought yesterday. You bring up a good point. Tell me if this re- resonates with you. This is the epitome of the Green Bay Packers. It's it's third or fourth and short. I can't remember which one it was, but Phillip Rivers goes out. Brissett comes in. And Brissett comes in and runs for five yards. Nobody even brought him down. They thought he was stopped at the line of scrimmage, so everybody stopped. And all of a sudden, he comes out, and he's still spinning. And then after four more yards, he, they finally then decide to go ahead and take him down. It's like everybody quit. Yeah, and, then he, and then he stands up and gets in everybody's face. It's like you're gonna let Jacoby Brissett do that to you, right? As if when they brought Brissett in, you didn't know they were gonna run the ball. I, I, it's unbelievable. It's unbelievable. I, I have to totally agree with you, Bill. Ignorance and obstinance, both. They of them. have it. In Those are, that, that's that's day. what you should put on the back of a T-shirt, no doubt. Appreciate it. Eight five five eight three zero eight six four eight. Let's go to John uh, in Loyola. John, welcome to the program, the Bill Michael Show. What's going on, John? Yay. Uh, I don't know if anybody's discussed this this morning. I mean, our return game was absolutely horrible yesterday with Darius Shepard. Yeah, it was. It's been, he fumbled. Been, no he doubt. fumbled. It cost us. Let's one drop at the goal line. And if that kicker from the Colts, I, that was the game plan to kick short. If you never saw him kick in the end zone because we, we can't, we have no, no, no blocking on the return game. And if they don't address this guy, we're, we're, we're definitely going to be in trouble. Well, Tyler Irvin wasn't uh, active yesterday because of the rib injury, so that's the reason they went with Darius Shepard. But still, I appreciate the phone call. When you talk about special teams play, your special teams play is predicated upon the depth of your team. And usually if you have good special teams and good returners, you usually have good guys when it comes to wideouts, usually wideouts or secondary. And remember – it, it talks you, – you, you get into value, okay? Marquez Valdez-Scantling, imagine if he was a guy that was a kick returner and with that kind of speed, okay? But you value him as a starter, so therefore he's never going to be a kick returner or a punt returner. You know? The days of Dion Neon and company – because Dion Sanders was fantastic. And they'd kick him the ball, and oh, my goodness. He was all over the joint. But he became so valuable – as a returner in possession, that you couldn't help but put him back there. Today's day and age, you never see Neon Dion back there. Never. Because he's too valuable as a player, as a defender. You know? The last time they had a legitimate return man was probably Randall Cobb. 
and he lasted in the return game a, a season. Then he became valuable on the offense, and they didn't want to put him back there anymore. Now you look at a place uh, – before that was Al, like Alan Rossum. Alan Rossum was a, a, guy, a guy that was pretty good in the return game. 855-830-8648. Let's go to Barry on the south side of, or south side of Milwaukee. Barry, how you doing today? What's up? Good, my friend. How about you? I'm doing okay. I mean, I wish we were talking about a victory, but uh, nevertheless, right. it is what it is. Yeah, I hear you. A couple quick things while I was just listening. They got Jair Alexander, but just like you say, they're not going to use him because he's too valuable. But that guy's right. an awesome returner. That's number one. Number two, I think to obstinance and ignorance, you can add a little stupidity to the mix. And the reason I'll say that is I used to call your show all the time. I still listen all the time, but I haven't called probably in five years. I used to call you, and I used to call you and Gary on the postgame show. We used to have these discussions about the window closing down on Aaron Rodgers. That was five years ago. That window is almost slammed shut now because they won't put people around him. That's all i got to say. You can comment. Have a great day. No, I, I appreciate the phone call, and, and you're, you're absolutely correct. And it, you know what? Nobody to blame. Nobody to blame. That you can't look around and go, well, this didn't work out or that didn't work out. No. What it is is it, the choices between Ted and now Gutekinds to say we are going – I understand there is a level of management here where you have to look to the future, you have to hold things accountable in the present. But everybody saw it. Everybody. And now we sit back with our arms folded as fans and we go, okay, here's the deal. You screwed up. So what you have to hang your hat on right now is the future. And is that one year, two years, three years, four years down the road? Okay, we'll wait and see. Because if you don't deliver with that Jordan Love pick and trading away that fourth-round selection, if you don't deliver with another Hall of Fame quarterback, write the ticket, man. Get your bus, write the ticket anywhere you want to go. Because the obvious was there. Linebacker, wide receiver. The defensive front. It's all right there. It's all right there. We knew it. Everybody knew it. You haven't had a tenacious defense that could stop the run in a long damn time. You haven't had that. And and you don't always get that when you have a quarterback that makes a lot of money. Once you give the quarterback a lot of money, it's very tough. Not that Aaron Rodgers is sucking up more than 15% of the total payroll. He will eventually, but right now he's not – you're, you're trying to look to the future. You're trying to manage. I, I understand that it. it's not an easy job. But damn. Come on. Everybody in the world sees it, and when you have the same problems year in and year out, you know what's going to happen. This is what's going to happen. You're going to fire Mike Pettin. I think that's a given. End of the se- I mean, th- this defense isn't going to play any better. You're going to fire Mike Pettin end of the season. And then what's going to happen? Next year, whomever you bring in is going to get a year because everybody's going to say, well, this is the this is still Petten's guys or this is Gutekind's guys. Preston Smith's going to be gone. You're going to start that now transition. And here we go again. You've got – finally, you've got a very good secondary, and you're not going to pay Kevin King. People are going to say he's banged up, but that's fine. But who you got? You don't have anybody. 
So you finally got your secondary together. You got a really good guy in Kenny Clark. You got him. Okay. You got Zedarius. Maybe uh, Rashawn Gary uh, continues to advance. But tell me after that what you got. The silence, it's deafening. It's deafening. And it's the same old thing. It's it's what we all see. It's what we all see. 855-830-8648. 855-830-8648. Hang in there. A lot more of the Bill Michael Show coming up next. Everywhere in Wisconsin, the Bill Michaels Sports Talk Network. Bill Michael Show continues. We are glad that you are with us. Uh, this portion of the program brought to you by our friends at Quick Trip. Got a good game coming up tonight. Tampa Bay and L.A., uh, good one. Good one on the docket. So if you're going to ask yourself what's for dinner, make it Quick Trip. They've got you covered. They've got uh, meals like mom would make. And you can take them home, heat them, and eat them, and you are good to go. That's our friends over there at Quick Trip. And don't forget along the way, swipe that Quick Rewards card. Uh, head coach of the Green Bay Packers spoke yesterday, and he said, look, uh, it, like we all had it, you know, realized, you talk about adjustments at halftime, Packers didn't do much, and the Colts did. He said it was a game, uh, a, a, tr- a true tale of two halves of a ball game. It was the tale of two halves. I thought the first half was there was a lot of great complimentary football. The second half was the exact opposite, and we got beat in every phase. Obviously, the uh, kickoff return that that where we fumbled the football was a, was a big point in the game as well. And um, you know, you just can't do that stuff against a good team. He also says that his team, you know, look, uh, they came ready to play. He felt that it, again didn't say the bad week of practice, but had a good week and an energized week. But like I said, three turnovers in regulation. Obviously, the final turnover was pretty much the dagger. You can't win with four turnovers. We got to give the Colts credit. They, uh, you know, it was a hard-fought game. I was really proud of our guys' effort. I thought the effort, the energy, was as good as we've had all year long. I thought it, uh, you know, it started in practice. I thought the guys were locked in. They were into it. They came ready to play. But when you're playing a good football team or any team for that matter, and you lose the turnover battle four to two, it's tough to tough to uh, it's tough to come out on top. And you got to give them credit. We knew what we were facing. We knew we were facing a really good football team that had, did as good a job as anybody that we've seen in terms of, of punching the ball out. And again, um, when you lose the turnover battle like that, it's going to—it's usually going to end up in the defeat. So he was asked. Rob Domofsky of ESPN uh, covers the Packers. Uh, he asked a question that a lot of you were screaming about on Twitter and on Facebook yesterday, and specifically during the post-game show. Uh, you don't get to overtime without Marquez Valdez-Scantling, who has played better as of late. Obviously, he had the fumble, no doubt about it. But Rob Domofsky asked, he says, like, how how can you keep up with what's going on with Marquez Valdez-Scantling? Oh, that's I, I was so proud of his effort. Um, you know, I know he's he's really hurting right now. 
he made so many plays for us and and not only in the in the pass game but in the run game stuff that you guys probably don't even notice um that we we're not getting the 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 yardage that we get if he's not blocking his ass off so um i can live with mvs i've got a i've got more confidence in him now than probably ever i think he's he's continually get he he continues to get better each and every day every time we go out there he's providing big plays i mean uh you can't forget about the the pi that he drew um at the end of the half in the end or on the two yard line or whatever it was um that led to a touchdown so um i can live with the mbs and we're going to continue to live with him and just you know hope that he continues to get better and better and better and i've got all the confidence in the world in him and that's true i mean i know people want to just chastise and by the way for you people that were going after him on twitter mark was about a scantling and, and giving him death threats what the hell is wrong with you people they, nobody deserves that come on seriously uh, he has played better. Yeah, that was a huge fumble, no doubt. But if you watched, and, and he alluded to it there, it's not just catching the football. It's been downfield. His blocking downfield has been really solid. Um, so I, I it, it pained me to see him turn that ball over because he has been playing so much better. Now, when it comes to time management late in the ball game, um, especially going into the first half, you're watching time wind down, and, and Aaron Rodgers is taking his time and trying to draw the defense off. And it worked out. I mean, granted, they scored before half, but, you know, time management just it, – it, was, it wasn't time management. It, and there wasn't a lot of hurry up. There wasn't urgency. But uh, he talks about time management late in the ballgame. Hindsight's twenty twenty, and uh, we ended up kicking a field goal on fourth down with with not a lot of time left to to give them an opportunity to go back down and score. Um, certainly, I'm I'm sure there were some some things that we could do better, but I was also proud of our effort in order to go from you know the six yard line against a really really good defense and get it all the way down the field. I thought Aaron, I thought he battled. I thought he played his ass off. Uh, you know, made so many plays for us. And, uh, you know, it, it's, it, it always hurts when, when you don't come out with the outcome that you want. He was also asked about his defense. And rather than just the same old, same old going, what are you going to do to fix this? He was asked, do you really believe that you can actually win a championship with this craptastic defense that continues to give up plays? Now, the defense, I'm going to defend them a little bit because they, it wasn't the defense's fault for yesterday's ball game, but it's a lot of the same stuff that we see over and over again. And uh, the one thing we're always going to hear, um, yeah, we need to be more consistent. Yeah, I think so. I just think that there's there's got to be more consistency. And, and certainly we'll go back and look at the tape and see what we did well and the areas we needed to improve upon. Um, I think obviously that what stands out is it, it seemed like they were pretty effective in running the football, especially in the second half. And that's an area that we're going to have to clean up and, and continue to, to to get better at. Because um, the other thing is this, we, we had a lot of offside penalties and that was, you, you can't have undisciplined football, especially against a good offense, against a good team. And, uh, you know, we, those are two areas we got to improve upon. Uh, which he's right. I mean, watching that defense yesterday, trying to get a jump on the count and continually give you offside penalties, man. Just Then again, you know, you look at it from Frank Reich's perspective, and that offensive line did everything they possibly could to give the Green Bay Packers a victory, and the Packers didn't take advantage of it. So, um, you know, you can kind of look at both sides yesterday and just say, man, it, you know, when it came to penalties, it was a sloppy performance. 
But, now this goes back to there is still some sun shining. Does he agree with Aaron Rodgers' statement about gaining confidence in this team after this loss? Yeah, I totally agree with it. Uh, just the guys were, you could tell um, just right right from the first day on Monday that uh, they were locked in, ready to go. And then we get to Wednesday and, and implementing the plan. I thought just there was great energy throughout all of our practices and it translated today. And that's why it hurts so bad when, when, when you get exactly what you're, you're trying to get done and you don't get the results you want. Um, but we're going to need more of that moving forward. We know we have a, a very good team coming in with the Chicago Bears, and it's a big division game, a big rivalry game. And we're going to need that same type of effort. We're just going to need better execution and um, in order to, to beat a really good team. So there you go, Matt LaFleur after yesterday's ball game. When we come back, take some more phone calls. John in Atlanta, you're going to be first up. And uh, after that, we'll go through the whole, whole litany of people that want to chime in on all of this. Until then, uh, Radio Joe Zenzola back and telling us about his car buying experience. Hey, guys, let me tell you about my friends at Hyundai West Dallas. Did you know that they are the number one overall store for customer satisfaction? And when you walk in, you will be amazed at the extraordinary measures being taken to provide the safest environment possible. Everyone's wearing masks. Everything is being wiped down. And if you forget your mask at home, which happens from time to time, we all do it. Don't worry. They have masks there for you, and they're not going to charge you for it. And right now, you can get 0% for 72 months on the new Hyundai Sonata, Tucson, and Santa Fe models during the Thanksgiving sales event. And if you use my name, Joe Zanzola, or Radio Joe, you'll get an additional $500 off. Get Hyundai Assurance with America's Best Warranty, 10-year 100,000 miles at Hyundai West Dallas on Highway 100 or HyundaiWestDallas.com, a part of the International Autos Group where our ordinary needs to be extraordinary. $13.89 per month per $1,000 finance with approved credit, must qualify for rebate, ends January 4th, 2021. Again, that's Hyundai West Dallas. Wisconsin-wide, the Bill Michaels Sports Talk Network. Now, a green and gold update brought to you by Concordia University, Wisconsin Veterans Services Department. Learn how to use your military benefits at cuw.edu slash veterans. In Green Bay, here's Mike Clemens. The Packers lose to the Colts in overtime, 34-31. Green Bay jumped out to a 28-14 lead. Packers head coach Matt LaFleur. You know, it was a hard-fought game. I was really proud of our guys' effort. I thought the effort, the energy was as good as we've had all year long. But when you're playing a good football team, or any team for that matter, and you lose the turnover battle 4-2, to two, it's tough to come out on top. Late in the fourth quarter, Marquez Valdez-Scanling caught a 47-yard pass that helped set up a field goal to tie the game. But in overtime, the ball was stripped away after a short pass by the Colts' rookie safety, Julian Blackman. I honestly had a feeling they were going to come back to that screen. They've been running it uh, quite a few times during the game. So, uh, you know, I came down and I had to get down in the box and I honestly aimed at his his arm because was, he's was kind of swinging it. I just swiped at it and happened to hit his arm. Packers quarterback Aaron Rodgers. I have a lot of love for, for Marquez. You know, I see the guy every single day. I see how much he cares about it. 
But uh, I guess stuff happens. He made a big play at the end of regulation to kind of get us going on third and ten, and uh, disappointed for him, disappointed for us. That's Aaron Rodgers. I'm Mike Clemens on the Bill Michaels Show. Bill Michael show continues on on this uh, green and gold Monday. Our Robert Hack Diamonds green and gold Monday. Packers get knocked off 34-31 in overtime. Get beat. They go to 7-3. and three. I know it's Bears week. I know you're getting ready for a Sunday night contest. But uh, the deciphering of this game and the way the Packers lost it yesterday in many different facets uh, rings just all too familiar for a lot of people. Back to the phone calls. Let's go to uh, John listening to us in Atlanta. John, how you doing, man? What's up? Hey, good. Yeah, I don't know if I'm going to jump on the bashing. I mean, as you said, I think last night you guys nailed it. They are who they are, and we can't really expect anything different. And I think as Packer fans, it's kind of like hitting your thumb with a hammer. Ultimately, we decide if this is going to pain us, you know, watching this team lose these games, which in a, in a sense you almost have to expect it. I mean, we, as Packers fans, we're getting so accustomed to waiting for the shoe to drop off because it happens yearly. But, I mean, you just got to lower the expectations, enjoy when, enjoy when they win, be ready for a loss, but otherwise it's just, it's too painful, but to get that invested as a fan, you know, it's just, it's just, it's got, it's, it's almost borderline stupid. It's literally hitting yourself in the thumb with a hammer multiple times because they, mm-hmm. they are what they are. And they, they're a fine product. They're enjoyable. Enjoy the, enjoy the wins, even when they're against crappy teams. Uh, but we just can't expect anything out of them. And I think there is a, I think the management, you know, they're just, they're collecting checks. So, I mean, they are what they are. Even Goody, we can get on them all day, but you know, He's just a human at the end of the day. He's doing what he can. You know, he, I'm sure he's sleeping fine at night. I don't think he had huge expectations. And I was just Googling yesterday, Quan Alexander. This one kind of, well, it didn't blow me, blow me away. It was just classic Packers. Quan Alexander from the 49ers, who was just a killer middle linebacker last year, he went for like another L linebacker that's on the IR from the Saints and, the, and maybe a fifth or sixth rounder. To me, it's like, how did Green Bay not pull the trigger on Quan Alexander? A midseason right. pickup at middle linebacker. That guy would have been an animal for us. And then you have our guys that are backup, you know, backup Quan. That was another whiff that I don't, I don't know if it got any airplay, but you whiff out on Quan before the trade deadline and the Saints pick him up, no biggie. It's like, it's, I don't know, it's called the definition of snake bit ever since 2014. The team is snake bit. And as Packer fans, it's up to us to decide do you want to hit your thumb again with a hammer or do you want to just call it a day and kind of expect it and just less, lessen our investment because it's, you know, it's entertainment. They do what they can. And uh, I think we just got to take ourselves out and take the emotion out because it is just a game. And these guys are just, they're happy collecting checks. And that's fine. That's what we all do if we're working. Um, and just relax on the being invested. It's, it's just, it's not worth it. Yeah, it's, uh, appreciate the phone call. It's, that is the all is right with the rest of the world. Sports is only entertainment take. And I 100% agree with you. Uh, if you're looking for the brighter side of things. But when you talk about why didn't they go after Quan Alexander, I maybe they did. 
You know, it's it's here's the thing, and I I've said this before, and I hate to do this to the Milwaukee Brewers, but for the for for the Green Bay Packers to talk about, well, we were in on this, or we were discussing this, or we did this, it's kind of like when the Brewers offered CC Sabathia hundred million dollars. It's a great offer. It's the biggest offer in in Brewers history, at the time. But you knew he was never taking it. You were hoping he'd fall out of bed on his head and hit his face on a nightstand and forget where he was and sure sign the deal. But they, he was never taking it. So to kick the tires and say you were in on the discussion, that's great. You'd, you'd like to hear your team in on some of these discussions. But you're, you're, you're not – in the eyes of the fans, you're not doing the things necessary to better yourself from the things that we see blatantly over and over and over again. Over and over and over again. Now, this is something that we're beating like the dead horse because we all know it. It's right there in front of us. There's not Nothing has changed here. And nothing, here's the thing, nothing will change. So now all you have to do is look at and analyze and say, why is Preston Smith dropping back into coverage? Why are you just so hell-bent on running nickel and dime? And maybe you just answer the question and say, because we just don't have guys that are quality enough up front to be able to fortify what it is we need to do. Maybe that's why. You can talk about scheme and get pissed off at Petten, and maybe that's what the answer is, without throwing any of his guys under the bus. That, that means you then go, okay, well, then they don't have enough talent on that side of the ball to be able to sustain. The way they're going to win games is the way they've won games. Aaron Rodgers and company have to go out and put up anywhere from 27 to 40 points a game, and then the Packers' defense has to do their jobs, and if it becomes a tight ball game, the Packers' defense has to hold at least two field goals, as they did yesterday, and then the offense has to show up. For an entire third quarter, the offense went, eh, Nothing good here. Nothing to see here. They ran six plays for 15 yards and an entire quarter of a ball game. And, oh, by the way, they turned the ball over. Not going to win games that way. Not going to win games that way. They just figured out another way to lose to a decent team. A lot more of the Bill Michaels Show coming up right after this. Listening to the Bill Michaels Sports Talk Network. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. 
Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply.